What's up, friends? It's Kenyon, and welcome to Evolution Ave, home of real estate evolved and the limitless mindset. This is episode 21. This is a daily dose of vitamin K episode, and this episode is The Faucet is Off. Now what? I get that title because I was talking to my old broker yesterday, and he said something that I really, really liked. He said, Now that the faucet is turned off, a lot of agents are going to be at zero, and a lot of agents won't make it back up. This one is for my real estate professionals and all entrepreneurs alike can understand this. You have a decision to make. Winter is coming. Some people are going to starve and die. Others are going to learn how to snowboard in two. You have to figure out which one you are. Tom Ferry's six phases of real estate mastery comes into play. Really, it applies to everything across the board when you really think about it. Tom Ferry's six phases of real estate mastery pretty much applies to everything across the board, especially phase one. Phase one is it takes 90 days of committed execution to see results. It takes 90 days to move to the next phase, which is momentum. Then when you're in momentum, you have to continue those activities and the action you're taking during those 90 days to build that momentum to move into that flow state, which is what we all want, that blissful state of business comes easy and we're just kind of flowing and it really feels good, right? So what does that entail? That means you're committed to productivity, you're putting the hard work in, you're persevering through the ups and downs of, of the market and the industry that you're in. Uh, it just means you're really taking action every single day. Listen, you're not a sales guru or great when everything is in extreme demand and the market's jumping. If you were lucky enough to get into pharma sales and work for Pfizer when they launched Viagra, for instance, you probably made a lot of money, but that doesn't mean you were a, a great sales professional. Everything you were doing was pretty much automatic because that product was in such demand and everybody wanted it. Let me give you a good story. I worked at AT&T when the iPhone debuted and I worked in AT&T small business. And I remember it was like, you had that candy that all the kids wanted and everybody wanted the iPhone. So we killed it, but not all of us were great small business reps. As a result of the numbers I put up in my territory, I received a promotion. I got a chance to go work in the premier client group, signature group, I think it was called, in New York City. So 77 Water Street, real sexy and everything. Used to wear the suits every day, walk down Wall Street. Manhattan heliport right behind us, all the waterfront and all that good stuff. Felt good walking in the office. I remember one of my first days, I walk in the office, have my cubicle, had a big box with all my awards and the stuff from my desk. So as I'm putting up my awards around my cubicle, really proud, had all these plaques, 247% to plan, 303% to plan, 197% to plan, Q1, Q4, 2000, whatever, superstar. I'll never forget one of my new co-workers comes up to my cubicle and he says, hey man, those awards are cool, but they don't mean anything here. This is the big leagues now. You're working with clients that are so strategic that you have to really provide value to them. And you're selling something or selling services that are way more valuable than just the new hot toy that everybody wants to play with. Most importantly, you have to show them the value in you. Now, of course, I didn't agree with him back then, Rich Gavidia, <laughs> and Rich probably doesn't even remember that because we're, we're good friends. We still keep in touch, uh, mainly via social media, but he probably doesn't remember that. But what I realized was Rich wasn't hating on me. Rich was humbling me, but at the same time, he was preparing me 
He was preparing me to be successful. He was preparing me to be great in roles. So I appreciated that. Let me give you another example. Raise your hand if three years ago, you're a real estate agent doing your thing and pretty much you can guarantee on a weekly basis, even a daily basis, mortgage lenders and title reps are calling you nonstop to take you out to dinner, to buy you drinks, to have lunch with. I think that was all of us, right? But the past two or three years, probably haven't heard from them that much, right? The fact is they didn't need us the past two or three years. They had business just falling in their lap. I mean, we were going through a market where I don't know if I've seen more mortgage and title reps buy beach homes and new cars ever. It was just crazy. So they didn't need us. Now, fast forward to this market cool down we're experiencing. I'm starting to see those calls pick back up. I'm starting to get those invites again for lunches and dinners and you name it. I'm getting it all. So I'm sure those credit cards are about to start getting run up again because now we're going back into a market where you, you have to advertise, you have to build relationships. Salute to all the good and really solid mortgage lenders and title reps who continue to cultivate and stay solid with the relationships. I can really appreciate that. And there's a lot of them out there, so I don't want you to get that wrong. But are y'all picking up what I'm putting down? I think you are. So the big question right now is, now what? Now, right now, it's time to get really good at this real estate entrepreneur thing or entrepreneurs alike. But I'm really basing this, I'm really talking to my real estate people right now. First, why you make it so complicated? I, I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs. It was in my head. But anyway, why are you making it so complicated? People, first, stop talking yourself out of being great. That's what most people are doing. They stay talking themselves out of being great. And it's really time to get out of your comfort zone. If you weren't in this market before the last two and a half, three years, you probably were in a business where you felt pretty comfortable. It's time to get out that comfort zone give you an example one of the things i'm hearing now is i'm not really that good at sales and marketing well this is what i'll tell you if you make a thousand sales calls guess what you're probably going to end up getting pretty good at sales if you make a thousand calls because the more you do the better you get at it the more you do the easier it actually gets if you learn marketing and you learn a certain marketing technique and you do it a thousand times, then guess what? You're probably gonna get your marketing juju pretty popping at, at some point. So the fact is you just have to do it and commit to it and commit to the activity and keep going. That's how you get better. The other one I hear is I'm not good at making content or I'm not good at social media. Well, if you actually do it, you'll get better at it. Listen, I listened to some of my old podcast episodes and they were trash, but I feel like every time I turn this mic on, I'm getting better all the time. But in the beginning, it sucked. But that's okay to suck. Once you do it, continually commit to doing it, you'll get better. This goes back to the 90 days of execution. You just have to continue to do things and you're going to get better at it. Everything gets easier. Everything gets better as long as you commit to it and as long as you actually do it. One more story. So... I told myself that I wanted to start going to the gym. And then, so right now I get up and I go to the gym. The goal is to be at the gym by 5.30. When I first started, I hated it. And it was a struggle to just get out the bed, even though I was up because I wake up about 4.15, 4.30 every day. But actually getting out the bed and even going to get go outside and get in the car, it was a struggle. But once I started actually doing it, and then after a week and then after two weeks, now it's just effortless, right? I just get up and I get dressed. I brush my teeth. I make sure 
I don't stink because I don't want to be the stinky guy at the gym. And I get to the gym at 5.30 every morning or at least five out of seven days of the week. My goal is I actually want to start trying to get to the gym at 4.45 eventually. So maybe next week I'll do 5.15. But now that I'm already at 5.30, it's not going to be that hard. And that's the thing. You don't have to go full blast. Take steps. Sometimes getting up the hill, you just don't go from the bottom to the top. You got to take the steps to get up there. So take the steps, but just commit to it. Commit and have a plan and follow the plan and know what that end goal is. I'll leave you with this short message. Commit and execute. I believe in you. Y'all stay super blessed.